Hi there and welcome. My name is Michaela and I've been drawn to telling stories since I can remember. As a former musical theater actor and a forever lover of books, writing, and deep emotionally based characters, I know the power in believing you are the main character of your story. So I started a podcast called Your Story Matters. These episodes are filled with stories from my life and stories from dear guests as we learn that we have the power to change the narrative and tell the story we're meant to. I'm also a certified Enneagram coach. I set about to make a drastic change in my career a few years ago and boy, what a change it's been. I help meet people where they are with the help of the Enneagram and how it relates to the stories they want to tell and rewrite. I'm also a writer. I have a newsletter that comes out a few times a month that is filled with stories I don't share anywhere else. You are welcome to join my community where each month there are new surprises and fun things to discover. I hope you enjoy today's episode. From the beginning of Love Comes Softly by Jeanette Oak. The morning sun shone brightly on the canvas of the covered wagon, promising an unseasonably warm day for mid-October. Marty fought for wakefulness, coming back slowly from a troubled and fitful sleep. Why did she feel so heavy and ill at ease? She who usually awoke with a bounce and a readiness for each new day's adventure. A few thoughts about beginnings. Number one, beginnings are hard. We're humans. We're creatures of habit and don't like stepping too far out of our comfort zones into the unknown. We'd feel better about the journey ahead if we knew what would happen. In that way, beginnings wouldn't feel so daunting, scary. We'd put one courageous foot in front of the other down the path instead of a shaking, clumsy step forward in a zigzag line because we're not sure we can even see the path. It would have been so reassuring to know as I was looking for places to live over multiple years in my 20s where I would end up. Then it wouldn't have lent itself to sleepless nights, hours of research, continuous searching for apartments, and meticulously going back to the calculator to see if the finances were feasible. I took months off my life easily about worrying where I would end up. Luckily, just as hope was running out, heaven smiled down on me and opened the door to meet lovely people who either took me in, roomed with me, or led me in the right direction. Number two, beginnings bring a lot of anxiety. I have two friends who are pregnant and soon first-time mothers. In between doctor's appointments, baby showers, setting up the nursery, and living their regular lives, they are starting on a journey they've never walked before. They have the great fortune of knowing other mothers in their lives, reading books, listening to podcasts, finding community, and not traveling into their new roles completely blind. They'll have to find their rhythm, and that takes time. And as always, stepping into a new role brings on anxiety and worrying and doubting one's abilities, but it's all possible. It's all doable. You can do hard things. Of course, life as it does throws unexpected twists and turns along the way. But 
I would find so much solace if every journey had a book written about it that we could glean wisdom from when it came for our time to move cities, start a family, buy a car, start a new job, travel somewhere new, learn about your physical mental health, start a health project, or start a new hobby, anything. And while there are many books like Taxes for Dummies, etc., there rarely is a book written for your specific situation. Much of the journey has to be walked blind. What worked for someone else might not work for you, and that's okay. I would love a book called Beginnings for Dummies. Maybe I'll even write it. From the Beginning of Austin Land by Shannon Hale. It is a truth universally acknowledged that a 30-something woman in possession of a satisfying career and fabulous hairdo must be in want of very little. And Jane Hayes, pretty enough and clever enough, was certainly thought to have little to distress her. There was no husband, but those weren't necessary anymore. There were boyfriends, and if they came and went in a regular stream of mutual dissatisfaction, well, that was the way of things, wasn't it? Question. What happens when you know you're meant to start something, but have no idea where to begin? From my experience, start by taking a breath. In and out. Deep and expansive. You can give yourself permission to freak out for 24 hours until the storm dies down so you can see what's before you. Or you can jump headfirst into the situation, but make sure you're honest with yourself along the way. I was giving that same advice to a friend recently who was feeling stuck and not sure whether to quit or keep going. I said, make sure you're honest about where you are and what you're feeling. And it's okay to take a step back. What if instead of starting your beginning gung-ho, you need to take a step back? It may seem counterintuitive, but it might be just the ticket. Here is a reminder of the four-question guide I used last episode to help navigate your beginnings with a bit more clarity. Name the beginning. Is this familiar or not? What do you need to accomplish this? How do you see the story unfolding? More often than not, you'll only have the first two answers. Time will tell when the last two will be ready to answer, and that's okay. Many of us don't know what we need to begin, or we think we do, based on a friend who did this very thing, followed these specific steps, and found that result. It may work. It may not. You won't know until you try. From the beginning of Eat, Pray, Love by Elizabeth Gilbert. When you're traveling in India, especially through holy sites and ashrams, you see a lot of people wearing beads around their necks. You also see a lot of old photographs of naked, skinny, and intimidating yogis, or sometimes even plump, kindly, and radiant yogis wearing beads too. These strings of beads are called yapamala. They have been used in India for centuries to assist devout Hindus and Buddhists in staying focused during prayerful meditation. The necklace is held in one hand and fingered in a circle, 
one be touched for every repetition of mantra. When the medieval crusaders drove east for the holy wars, they witnessed worshipers praying with these yapamala, admired the technique, and brought the idea home to Europe as rosary. Number three, beginnings can bring up feelings of failure. I will spend most of my time in my brain mulling over the multifaceted ways to execute a plan, but in the end, the thought won't leave and become action because I'm afraid of failing. So why start? Is anyone else like this? Now, there are some things I will jump into without thinking about, like for example, trying a new ice cream flavor or checking out a new bookstore and buying all the books, but some things are terrifying and there's no joy in starting because I'm afraid of how things will turn out. I certainly felt this way back when I was dating. When I was falling in like with a guy and imagining our current life and maybe daydreaming of our future one, all the while knowing the relationship was over before it started, and when it did, it felt like a major failure. It was mainly because of my attitude. If I know something is bound to fail, I won't put effort into it. I won't be in it. I'll do the work half-assed and move on. But also, most of those past relationships were very okay with being failures. Sometimes that's a good way to know something isn't working out. Not every success succeeds. Sometimes failure is the best outcome. This is an area of my life I'm working on, especially in terms of my future career and what I want to do with my life. And trust me, it takes time. And that's okay. I just have to tell myself, keep swimming. Nothing that happens overnight is a guaranteed success, unless we're talking about overnight oats. But I've never made my oatmeal that way ever, so let me know if I'm doing it wrong and need to change from heating my oatmeal in the microwave to overnight. Thank you in advance. Number four, beginnings can be unexpected. A few days ago, I was talking with a customer at work and found out we had very similar backgrounds in theater and she was living her life in a way I hope to live mine. I know this is super specific and you love details, but through simple conversation and opening myself up to the truth about where I was in a situation, she offered immediate kindness and help to get me to the next step in this journey. I'll say more when there is more, but regardless, beginnings can happen when you least expect them. And these encounters can happen with friends or strangers. Whatever your starting point is, whether you know it or not, whether it's happened or is yet to come, remember to breathe and ease on down the road. You're not supposed to be an expert. You just have to play the game. Yes, there are rules, but sometimes it's easier not to follow them or make them up yourself. I do that when playing Monopoly. It saves like five hours. Once you've collected your $200 and passed go, you know a little more than you did when you first passed Park Place. Yes, you might get lucky. And yes, you might have to spend time in jail, still talking about Monopoly. But the point is, you learn as you go. You'll know when to bet on yourself and when to take it easy. You'll know when you are almost broke 
And when you scored big, you'll know when to buy that property or when to charge rent. I'm going to end this here because I'm running out of Monopoly analogies. Plus, I haven't played the game since before COVID, but I hope the sentiment has translated. Beginnings are hard. They can bring a lot of anxiety. Beginnings can bring up feelings of failure, and they are unexpected. So start where you are. You'll never know where you'll end up. Thanks for listening. In the show notes, you'll find all the ways to connect with me and join my newsletter. The newsletter is filled with stories I don't share anywhere else, so you can be the first to learn of new changes, exciting additions, and more. I would love to invite you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen, rate it, and leave a review for others to see so they can begin their journey in discovering their story matters. Until the next episode.